Hello, my loves, and welcome to the podcast, All Things Empath. I am your host and healing mentor, Laura Ann, and I created All Things Empath to be a space where sensitives and empaths can come and receive guidance, love, and support on their own healing and empowerment journeys. Whether with just me or one of my guests, we show up in vulnerability to share our own stories and insights with the intention of creating a network of support for you, dear listener. Because feeling all the feels, healing from past trauma, old patterns, and learning how to navigate and fully step into your sensitivity superpowers can feel super confusing and sometimes, honestly, super lonely. But you are not alone. There are more and more of us sensitives and empaths waking up every day. And the work you're doing to heal yourself and claim your power is the work that will transform not only you, but the entire world. And it's why we're here. So I invite you to join me on this sacred journey of self-discovery, self-love, and self-healing. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll do it all together. I am so happy you're here. Enjoy. (laughs) Y'all, oh my gosh. That Lion Gates portal, though. Wow. Um, I would be so interested to hear what your experiences were through the Lion Gates portal of August 8th through the 12th uh, last week. Um, for me, it was a roller coaster ride. It was hugely transformative. And on the other side, there was some Oh, I don't know what to call them. They're not growing pains, but like um, definitely a period of integration with everything that happened and a process of, of some things releasing uh, that, were, that were pretty intense for me. Um, all for the best, but they, they definitely felt intense. And so today's episode, I really f- have felt called to just share some of the major themes that have been coming up for me because what what I'm getting is that it's not just me, it's the collective. And there's always an element of that because if I'm going through something, I know if I share my experience, it can serve as a light for someone else who might be going through the same thing. This feels different than that. This feels like there's been a collective shift in the Lionsgate portal and that we as a collective have gone through like a pretty transformative time and that these themes that I'm talking about today are running through the collective. And when I say the collective, it's what it sounds like. I, you know, I, I named my business Sensitive Collective um, because it is, it's a community of, of us. Um, you know, and, and when I say the collective, it's, it's not necessarily just sensitives it's you know humanity and just consciousness on earth um and the energies of earth collectively it doesn't even necessarily have to be human consciousness you know i i believe in the the divine intelligence of nature and you know its influence on us as well anyway i'm I'm getting on a little bit of a tangent but um yes these themes that i'm talking about today have been really threading through these past couple of weeks and it's one of those things where it's always such a gift such a gift and I feel like my higher self my guides ancestors source have such a wicked sense of humor uh they make me laugh all the time um 
because I get consistent confirmation and this is my wish for you to, to start practicing in a way that allows you to get this consistent confirmation. Um, and, and I almost always laughed out loud when I see it because uh, even though I've been doing this work for so many years, there's still the voice of doubt and, and the critic and you know the, the lens of cultural bias and religious bias for my family and other things that, that have me doubting my own power and my own intuition and my own inner knowing it's so you know if that's something that you struggle with just know like i want to normalize that for you (laughs) i don't know i don't know how much of a a fully actualized buddha you have to be before that completely disappears (laughs) but um there's there's noticing it and then there's allowing it to to actually dictate your actions and and so there's some difference between those two experiences but uh, that doubt, it, it still creeps up. And so anytime I get these confirmations, um, it, it's, it, it feels like a hug. It feels like a reassuring hand and, uh, that a girl <laughs> from my, from my guides and from my higher self. So there's been a lot of that over these last couple of weeks. And today's episode, um, I'm, you may hear some pages flipping. I'm actually using my journal to, to help me connect some dots and to talk about some of these themes that are coming up. Um, rather than having, you know, drafted formally um, something ahead of time or just relying fully on channeling, uh, there have been some some things that have come up that uh, I feel are really significant. So without further ado, let's dive in and, um, you know, really uh, the portal and um, for me, the main energy there was shifting into lighter frequency and moving into a new dimensional reality. Um, I'll actually, I'll read you this, this one little piece. This portal has been so magnificent and powerful. I am birthed anew, lifted into lighter frequency in another dimensional reality. I feel more peace and faith, like stepping into that energy of acceptance feels easy, like the energy of fighting and resistance have left me. I want to lean into my intuition, my joy, and my heart's desire. I do lean into my intuition, my joys, and my heart's desires. Following the divine breadcrumbs with intuition and open-hearted awareness. And so this is something, um, you know, I was just, you can tell, I was just bursting with (laughs) so much excitement around this. And what I've seen um, over these past couple of weeks is uh, really the theme of the themes of uh, trust and acceptance. The themes of trust and acceptance, and um, really integrating those and turning towards those and choosing those for ourselves as very um, essential steps in becoming the next version of self in our healing and spiritual journeys and paths um, that each of us are on simultaneously all the time with one another. Um, So, you know, I actually, so I did that journal entry um, that was uh, towards the end of the portal uh, on like on August 11th. And then a couple days later, I pulled a card uh, from one of my decks and guess what the card was? (laughs) 
acceptance. <laughs> the card is acceptance. Um, and, you know, just really, again, one of those, oh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe I'm more plugged in than I give myself credit for. Um, and and another, uh, actually, today that I pulled, and um, it was the Ever Unfolding Rose. And that that one is cracked open. It's happening for you, not to you. And the theme in that card was very much centered around and woven through trust and acceptance of the unfolding of things for you, not to you. And I'll, I'll go into a little bit more about that as we move through our time together today. I've also started reading um, the Book of Mastery. I think that's what it's called. Actually, I don't have it in front of me. Um, by Paul Selig. And this is another perfect example of the breadcrumbs that I talk about and strengthening our intuitive muscles and learning to trust the, the signs that we see and the feelings that we have in the senses that we, the information that we get through our sensitivity to lead us to that next right step to take that next right step to that next right thing for us that over time really add up and add up and add up to this incredible, you know, just co-creative path with, um, with source, with higher self, with, with the divine and with your guides and, um, takes you places, or I should speak in first person here, have, have taken me places that, uh, you know, with so much joy and ease and, um, growth and, that, that I don't know how I would have done that in resistance and fighting on my own. You know, that it was listening to those messages from my heart, from my soul, from higher self, and following those breadcrumbs that got me to where I am today. And anyway, um, so Paul Selig, <laughs> I have to be honest here, I've had him come into my radar several times. Like my guides have been trying to connect me with Paul for, for a while now. And I just wasn't ready. <laughs> just, I was in a little bit of that resistance energy. I hadn't fully, it just wasn't time, right? Um, it wasn't in resonance. I, I did a, a, a podcast episode recently where I talked a lot about resonance and really respecting that for yourself. And so no shame in that game. It wasn't in resonance for me yet. They were just sort of priming me for it. So I think I would recognize it when I was. But my reaction was, you know, was pretty much like, hell no. <laughs> I saw him come up in social media. Um, someone mentioned him to me. And um, I think I was I was researching. I'm, I'm big on research. I, I love to look into and I'm, and I'm a life learner. So I was, I was looking up some possible continuing education for myself online and he came up and um and then he came up again uh because it's social media initially some of his events and courses were being advertised to me via you know whatever algorithms and then he showed up on mark grove's podcast create the love which if you don't listen i highly recommend it i just i love mark he I've, I've taken several of his courses. He's brilliant and heart-centered and leading the space in embodying what the new age of masculinity can look like. And um, I just have so much love and respect for that man and what he does in his work. And his podcast is excellent. He has incredible thought leaders and 
um, teachers, healers, uh, writers, just artists, just uh, so many coaches, therapists, uh, philosophers, just uh, and channelers like Paul Selig on his show. And so I saw that he was interviewing Paul and that he does these little snippets from his podcast on his Instagram and listening to it, I had like a physical, like no response the first time I saw that. And I had thought, you know, well, maybe I should, because at this point he'd come up on my radar a few times and I was like, I'll, I'll turn the sound on and I'll, you know, I'll, okay, source, like, all right, guys, I hear you, I hear you, right? So like, I turned the sound on and I watched it and it was still a no for me. It wasn't in resonance. And I thought um, there was there was some stuff I think I needed to clear around um, some bias and um, some triggers that I have around uh, people who show up in the, the healing, wellness, spiritual space as channels. Um, and that's my own stuff, right? And and from my from my own past um, experiences and uh, my own baggage with myself as well, and owning that title for myself too for talking labels. Um, so that all happened before the Lionsgate portal, and then uh, this huge shift happened for me. And it really, when I wrote in my journal that it was like being reborn, it really, truly, that it, it's hard to explain. Those of y'all out there who have experienced kundalini awakenings, who've experienced massive energetic shifts, who have had that dark night of the soul, where it's like you wake up and all of a sudden the veil is lifted and you're like, what the fuck? Like, how is, how are people still walking around? Like, don't they understand this huge thing that I've that I've been initiated into that I can now see and realize. And it's kind of like once you're awake, you can never shut your eyes again, right? And the thing is, there's so many layers to that on the healing, empowerment, and spiritual path that we as empaths, as sensitives, as humans, I would even say, are on. And so that happened to me. (laughs) And then um, I was... Uh, you know, making coffee, having breakfast, and I wanted to listen to a podcast. And and so I decided I'd go on and see, you know, which one to listen to. And for whatever reason on my phone, the one that was first in eyesight, eyeline, was Mark Grove's podcast interviewing Paul Selig. (laughs) And that time it felt in resonance. And I was like, you know, the resistance was gone because I'd, I'd moved some, I moved some shit through serious stuff, um, major transformative energy and release. And I was not the same person as I had been before. And it was then in resonance with me. And so I listened to that episode and it, it just felt like, you know, when you're really thirsty and you drink water that's filtered and really good and just it feels like it nourishes you it's like you can feel it nourishing yourselves i don't know maybe that's just me and my highly visual imaginative brain adhd brain but that's what this podcast felt like for my soul it really uh i i i heard what was said in a way of total resonance and in a way of feeling like I had arrived. And um, 
that is another piece, this huge, long tangent is all to say, um, you know, the breadcrumbs, we don't always pick them up, but it's important to acknowledge that they're there. And that's a piece of resonance that I, I don't know that I really explored in that last podcast episode that I feel is really important to point out that um, even if it's not in resonance for you now, make a note of the coincidences that aren't coincidences as we know, right? Make a note of the synchronicities, make a note of the things that you notice that where you get that little feeling, that little voice um, and it, for me, it's like, it just, it's kind of in the back of my head and there's, and, and often it will connect into my heart space or into my gut, but at the very least it's an, it's usually in the back of my head and I feel it's like a little push that is, is like, Hey, over here, this is important. <laughs> if I was going to give it a voice, that's the voice I would give it. So listen to those voices, right? Listen to that little push wherever it shows up within yourself. And and my invitation to you is to notice how it feels. Like I've just described for you physically, somatically in my body where I where I feel it and what that sense is. As you start to to name that and claim that for yourself, it's so much easier to pick up on when you're encountering one of those divine breadcrumbs along your path and then you get to choose what to do with it so this is all really important because it comes it comes back to the idea of resistance versus acceptance and maybe not versus resist the 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 dueling energies the back and forth of resistance and acceptance um, and trust and i think um when I look at these past couple of weeks, I've been through some real shit, y'all. It was not fun. <laughs> like, uh, I went through a breakup. I got really ill. I had some stuff coming up around um, chronic illness in the past that, that all these things had triggered. Um, had some severe anxiety and uh, just not feeling great. Uh, old patterns triggered in the the days leading up to my breakup and um, what really came forward is for me the belief um, that it's happening for me not to me and the ripple lead in to the Lionsgate portal and that huge transformation that I had and then the the massive threads of trust and acceptance that I can now see woven through this entire um, past several weeks was, oh, I lost that thread. What was it? Um, and I did an Instagram live on this and, and, and I think it's still in my account, but that as things come up again and again, we have a tendency as humans to look at the pattern when it's something that doesn't feel good, when it's uncomfortable, or it's something that we place a value judgment on because of what our culture, society, family, fill in the blank, tells us 
we should be versus what that experience actually is for us. Um, and we label that as bad or not enough or behind or um, whatever, that there then it, it pulls us into the energy of fear, the energy of fight and resistance. And that, if we look at it somatically as well, is pulling us into an activated nervous system state. It's all connected. Remember mind, body, spirit. And so, you know, our, our thoughts and our feelings are informing our body and our nervous system, right, how to exist. And that affects in turn also our energetic frequency and what we're able to see and how we interact with the world around us. And so when we're in that frequency of fight, resistance, fear, um, it's going to completely shift not only how we're experiencing our reality um, internally in our feeling self, but also what, how we're able to even see possible opportunities and actions in our external reality because it's deeply informed by our internal. As I've talked about in love to explore the co-creative nature of our inner and outer reality. So, so that, um, it has, has been coming up a lot so that when something is happening, whether it's, so I'll, I'll give an example, cause this is maybe a little bit esoteric and vague. Um, so let me get really concrete here. I have a pattern in relationship of getting involved with avoidant people. It has been going on for my entire life. It's a very common experience for empaths and sensitives. Um, there's a, a kind of a dance of a push and a pull that can happen in a relationship. And if you study attachment style, there are all different kinds of um, lenses through which to understand this relational dynamic. If I look at every relationship that I have as a, from the story and perspective of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got involved with another avoidant person, ah, right? It, it's going to shift my ability to really see what's being offered there for me. Because truthfully, the reason that I am continually attracted to people who are avoidant is because there's something at a deeper level there for me to heal. And that's why this pattern keeps emerging. It's because there's deeper healing to occur. Now, the avoidant people that I get involved with more recently compared to in my 20s, there's a world of difference. <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of growth. There's been a lot of healing and I can look back and I can see that that's happened, that I've that I've learned and grown through each of those experiences. When I look at it in the lens of what is the lesson here? What can I, how is this happening for me? What is, what is asking to be healed? What do I need to turn my light on and shine and lean into? Um, you know, then it, everything shifts. 
everything shifts. That the energy, the the mindset, um, in my reality, they all shift in a way that that support transformative growth and make my experience so much better. <laughs> Because there's a level of acceptance there and a level of trust that's there that this isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. And so this is a belief and it's one you can choose to have. You can choose to have this belief. And it comes back again to the concepts I talk about um, that are really central in my work of radical responsibility and radical self-love and how they're two sides of the same coin. And radical responsibility is owning that you are the director, writer, producer, actor of your own life. You are 100% responsible for you. So you can choose trust and acceptance as a core belief or you can choose resistance and fear and that's your choice my experience is that choosing trust and acceptance <laughs> makes things feel more supported more peaceful more joyful even in the tumultuous and turbulent times it's not like you're going to feel you know, angelic peace at all moments of every day, you know, there's still like these past couple of weeks, they're definitely, I felt through some really uncomfortable stuff, some really hurtful stuff. Um, but there was a, a sense of, of, um, being held through that process and it really plucks you out of victim mentality. It's a lot easier to fall into victim mentality when we choose to align with with fear and with resistance and fighting um so it's about acceptance really is kind of uncovering opportunity for growth and spiritual development um in what could appear to be really challenging circumstances as I've given a few examples of, right? And so that resistance piece that I'm talking about really prevents us. It's like a, um, it's like a, a veil or a gauze or a lens that we put over our eyes preventing us from seeing truth and from seeing the, the opportunities for growth that are offered to us. So acceptance is, is really essential in order for you to be present and not resistant. And, and presence and, and being in, in awareness and stepping into that role that I talk about of, of curious observer and inviting inquiry without value judgment without value judgment, just being the curious observer, being the anthropologist of your own life. Um, that presence is what allows you to really see what's happening 
and to then respond with a new level of awareness that is going to open doors for you that you wouldn't have seen before. And this comes back again, the more we lean into acceptance, the more we're able to see, to hear, and take action on our intuitive gifts, on our inner knowing, on our connection to higher self, to source, and those divine breadcrumbs that that we get along the way. So, you know, acceptance is really key to transforming your reality. And it's a balm for your heart and your soul. It brings such sweet relief. It empowers you to action. It empowers you to to see and have the, the courage to take that next step on the path in front of you and and give rise to new opportunities that you wouldn't have been able to to even see otherwise. So one of the cards that I pulled, as I mentioned, it's from my Crystal Mandala Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild. I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorites. The story on how I got it is pretty cool, actually. Um, I, I feel like I'll, I'll save that for another time, perhaps. But it, it again, it was following intuitive um, intuition and, and little breadcrumbs that led me to, short, short story, led me to uh, this itty-bitty town in... Uh, New Mexico when I was on an epic road trip out there by myself and um, brought me to this woman who was a a Reiki healer and a medium uh, who connected me with my father's mother who had passed and you know helped me realize what a role Reiki was going to have in my life and ended up getting my first oracle deck with her which was this crystal mandala deck by Alana Fairchild so the card that I pulled from that deck was the acceptance card, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, I, I did want to read this quote um, from, from her guidebook within that deck. When you trust that no matter what appears to be, it is safe to trust that life is supporting you to manifest your divine potential, acceptance becomes easier and feels more natural and more joyful. And and it's a practice like anything else, right? You know, th- at first, it's kind of like you know riding your bike without the training wheels. You're like, oh, I'm going to fall. And then sometimes you do, but that's okay. You get back up. And and the more you do it, the more you do it, the less scary it feels and the more you're able to trust that you're going to balance on the two wheels without the training wheels behind you um, and that you're going to be able to move forward and you're going to have fun and it's going to feel good and something that you want to do. It's the same with leaning into acceptance. Um, I think it's really important here. One of the the things that I get as a resistance with that historically and what I've seen in in the wellness and spiritual space as well is um, uh, sometimes that can bleed over into toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing, um, which are different but related. And so it's not about blindly accepting things or only putting a positive spin on it and not allowing the challenge or the discomfort or the pain to be felt or seen. It's about accepting that the challenge or the pain um, isn't there to hurt you. That's not why it's there. 
You're not a victim of that hurt or challenge or pain. That it's actually there to show you something deeper. And, you know, I think that there's a complex conversation that can be had around this, especially for, um, you know, trauma survivors that um, is maybe for another day. But I have found... I have found that to be sometimes really challenging and at other times really, really liberating to lean into as a belief around that too, right? It's, you know, it it isn't happening. It didn't happen to me. It happened for me. And the thing is, we may never really know the why of it. There's a difference between um, fighting against life and growing through the challenges that it offers to us. So when we are in that energy of fear and resistance and fighting, um, again, it can blind us to the, the opportunities that are that are right in front of us and those opportunities for growth and for transformation that are there to help us heal. So the question, when we lean into acceptance, when we lean into the belief that this is happening for me, not to me, the question to ask yourself is, how can I best respond to this? Because as we lean into those other frequencies of of trust, acceptance, happening for me, not to me, um, there's a... and and we're stepping into that mantle of curious observer, there's an element of release of control that happens where you don't actually have to know the why. It's really about being present in the moment at a new level of awareness that allows you to really see and hear in presence to make the right choice for yourself in that moment. How can I best respond to this? How can I best respond to this? It's a really powerful question. And it's one that you'll get a different answer to depending on what frequency you're in and what's resonating with you. So there's an element with trust and acceptance of um, letting go of the why, which I know I talk about a lot. And um, we, we love stories. We love, we love to know the why. <laughs> But so often, um, it's, it's like that, uh, that cliche, you can't see the forest through the trees. When we're in it, when we're going through the muck of it, it's really hard to maybe discern the, the opportunity, the gift, the, the healing that's happening until after the fact. And even sometimes after it's happened, we're still like, what the hell was that? Like, I don't even really understand what I just went through. It felt really important. I know I did some, I know I did some healing, but I, I can't linearly, cognitively, logically understand what happened. And that's okay when you trust and when you accept that it happened for you rather than to you. Um, and I know, you know, as a control freak, that can be really challenging for me sometimes. So, and all humans are control freaks on some level. 
Um, and so I think that that is part of the practice of acceptance as well. Um, and this is something that would have triggered me and did trigger me um, a long time ago. And as I've moved through my own healing, empowerment, spiritual journey, um, has, has become a truth, has become a, a belief for me to be true, that it really is a choice. It comes back again to radical responsibility and radical self-love, holding yourself with just so much grace and compassion as you go through the practice of acceptance. But that really your choice, your choice is either to accept that life loves you, even when you don't understand what's happening, or to live in distrust and fear. Your choice is either to accept that life loves you, even when you don't understand what's happening, or to live in distrust and fear. It is not an oversimplification to say that. So, what do you choose? How does it feel to live in one frequency versus the other? I invite you to inquire around this. This is part of Byron Katie's work as well. You know, um, when doing the work um, and feeling into, you know, a thought that, that is coming up and asking yourself, is this true? There's, there's a lot of invitation to inquiry through this process. And one of the questions is, how do I feel when I believe this to be true? And so I invite that question with this choice. How does it feel when I believe it to be true that life loves me even when I don't understand what is happening? And let yourself marinate in that. Answer that question. Feel it. Feel it in your body. Feel it in your heart. Let your mind rove over that. How does it feel when I choose to believe the thought that I'm trying to think about how to word this. How do I feel when I choose to live in distrust and fear? How does it feel when I choose to live in distrust and fear? How does it feel when I choose to believe that life is not to be trusted and I should be afraid? And notice how that feels. And then you get to choose which of those things to believe. That's one of the most empowering, liberating things that I've realized on my journey. I get to choose what I believe. Nobody else can tell me. I have to look inside and feel what is in alignment and what is in resonance with me. And hey, that can change. <laughs> I know I talked about that before in the last episode I did on resonance, but you know, what resonated with me, even with my example with Paul Selig, right? What resonated with me, with him a few weeks ago versus now, it's a night and day difference. Night and day difference. Um, 
And I think one of the things I, I forgot to mention in that story about him is that I realized he's one of my next teachers. So that was actually a pretty big part of the story that I left out. <laughs> so I listened to that podcast and and I then I bought one of his books, the first of a trilogy, um, the third of which is coming out soon. Um, I, it was, I think it's the, the book of mastery. And uh, I signed up for one of his online workshops and I'm so excited and it feels really aligned and, um, you know, the right thing for me to do and very supportive and nourishing and all of those things. And a few weeks ago, I thought this guy was a total fucking joke. And I, I, I had zero desire to be any kind of proximity with him until I had a really transformative experience. I had a huge shift to let go of some old stories, some limiting beliefs, transformation out of out of fight or flight, out of resistance, into trust and acceptance. And that opened me up in a new way that allowed me to see things differently, feel things differently. My resonance has now changed as well. So all of that to say, I invite you to loosen your grip on the reins of control. (laughs) I invite you to inquiry around choosing Uh, between trust and acceptance and distrust and fear. And, you know, when you can relax and accept where you're at with all you've grown through and all that you have seen and learned and accomplished in your life up to this point, even, you know, the, the mountains that you see ahead of you that you have yet to climb, you will be able to move through it with so much less reactiveness and and more uh, conscious awareness and joy. <laughs> dare I dare I add joy and and peace, um, and really aligned constructive choice as you continue on your path. There is an easier way, and you deserve that. So I invite you to allow yourself to receive. And that's really the the invitation of this episode is to give yourself permission to receive the joy, the ease, the peace that comes with leaning into trust and leaning into acceptance. I just love you so much. Um, I know this was a little bit of a ramble. I did have my journal to, to help me go through. Um, but this felt like it was, you know, I just, I had on multiple levels, this message that I had to share, I had to share some of this. Um, so, you know, these are, these are themes that come up again and again. Um, these are themes that come up in my work with myself and with my clients. And, um, I've been really honing in on a new, um, on systemizing my method of how I work with my people. So um, if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, if you're interested in um, you know, some new future opportunities that I'll have in community settings, please do reach out to me. I am taking one-on-one clients and I'm always happy to, to have a call and have a conversation to see where you're at and what you're struggling with and Um, If working with me is the right next step for you to create a safe space for 
for us to figure that out together. And if it's not, to at least create a space on a call with me where you can figure out what the right next step is for you. That is a part of the work that I do as well. So I, I do that for free. I have called them discovery calls. I, I feel like they are, they are um, full of discovery and um, invitations to, to more clarity in this season of your life. So if that resonates with you, then I, I invite you to book a free discovery call with me and I will have that linked in the episode notes. And as always in closing, just a reminder from my heart to yours, from my higher self to your higher self, you are doing the best you can where you're at with what you've got. And I love you.